on Basketball Brains Community. I hope y'all are having an amazing weekend, start of your weekend. We're going to be dropping this podcast on Saturday instead of Sunday. This will make up for the Sunday podcast. As the playoffs are starting today, I want to get that out and the predictions in before the playoffs start today. First off, we're going to start off in the Western Conference. we got the Suns and the Pelicans. I think this is one of the most one-sided matchups in the playoffs. The Suns overpower the Pelicans a lot. The Suns are beating them offensively. They score 115 a game, top five in the league. The Pelicans are bottom 10 in the league scoring. The Suns have more depth, more playoff experience, more defense than the Pelicans, along with Zion Williamson being out. I think if there's anything, the bright spot for the Pelicans is that they are close in rebounding with the Suns. They're basically neck and neck when it comes to statistically rebounding. If they want to steal a game, I say steal a game, not steal the series, but if they want to steal a game, they have to win one of those games rebounding, not turning the ball over, and the team, the Phoenix Suns, have to be having an off night. There's no way that I can see the Pelicans beating the Suns team. They have too much. The Suns are too hungry. They have too much to play for right now. I see the Suns sweeping this in four. I don't think it's a close series at all. The Suns are three and one against the Pelicans in the regular season, but I don't think that's going to carry to the playoffs. The Pelicans are really young. They don't have much experience when it comes to the playoffs. That that being said, that's that's all I got for the Suns. The Suns are going to take this one easily, cruise on into the second round, and have to wait for the next opponent. Go into the sec the number two seed against the seven seed. We got the Grizzlies against the Timberwolves, Memphis. And the Timberwolves are going to be one of the most interesting matchups in this playoffs. Both teams are relatively young. Both teams with just a little bit of playoff experience, not too much. The Grizzlies are first in scoring. The Wolves are second in scoring. Free throws may be a big factor in this series as Memphis is bottom three in the NBA. Now, while Minnesota's middle of the pack, I can see Minnesota winning a game or two because they have more free throws or the or the Grizzlies miss too many free throws. Memphis is really really good though. I think they have more talent all around. They score better than the uh Wolves. I think that Anthony Edwards and Cat may go off and steal some games when it comes to individual talent. I think that you know, they have so much talent when it comes to the Wolves with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. However, I don't see this Timberwolves team beating the Grizzlies. Uh, the Grizzlies lead the NBA in rebounding. Minnesota's middle of the pack is going to come in huge. It may even make up in some games for the free throw discrepancies for the Grizzlies. I see the Grizzlies taking this one in six. I don't know. I don't know how close it's going to be. I can see the games going down to the wire. But the series, I think, will end in six, maybe even five. Both teams are relatively healthy, but Memphis is just a better all-around team. Next up, we got the Warriors-Nuggets matchup in the 3-6 spot in the Western Conference. Now, while the Nuggets have stole this series from the Warriors in the regular season 3-0, I think the biggest part of this is Compazzo's out tonight. Jamal Murray and Porter Jr. are out for the postseason for the Nuggets. They have a few guys dinged up. Injuries are going to be huge for the Nuggets. That being said, they have the one of the best big men. I'm not going to say the best because obviously, in my opinion, Joel Embiid's the MVP this year. And 
he's the best big man in the league. But Nikola Jokic is still one of the best playmakers. He can handle the ball. He can shoot the ball. He does everything for the Nuggets. And the Warriors have to slow him down. That's been difficult for the Warriors to do. But the Nuggets, if you look at this statistically, the Nuggets are averaging more points than the Warriors. But the Warriors are going to be better than the Nuggets when it comes to rebounding the basketball, when it comes to defending the basketball. The Warriors are top three in defense, while the Nuggets are middle of the pack. The Warriors and the Nuggets, this is going to be interesting for this matchup, are bottom five in turning the ball over. Both these teams struggle holding on to the basketball. I think, though, that the Nuggets may have caught the Warriors at a bad time. Now, while Steph is probable for tonight's game, the Warriors are on a five-game win streak, and they might be catching heat. They might be catching momentum. But that being said, because of the Nuggets having the Warriors' numbers, Steph may may lay a stinker here and there when it comes to, you know, he's coming back from injury, he's coming back into the system and everything, and obviously Steph's going to go off a game or two, but... You know, coming back from injury, he hasn't played for a few games. He's going to have to get back into the rhythm of it. I have the Warriors winning the series in seven. I can see the Warriors taking the six, but I have them winning it in seven. Next up, we got the Mavs versus the Jazz. This series was split 2-2. Luka's out. And the earliest he's going to be coming back is game two. Frankie Lakita and Tim Hardaway are out for the playoffs. That's going to be a huge problem because the Jazz's core is healthy the Jazz are top 10 in points. The Mavs are bottom 10. And without Luka and Tim Hardaway, Neil Aquina, it's going to be very hard for the Mavericks to overcome this. The Jazz are top three in rebounding. The Jazz and the Mavericks are top 10 defensively. But the interesting part is, again, the Mavs are really dinged up. And they're going to be missing Luka for a game, maybe two and when you get Luka back, he's going to be playing a little dinged up, obviously. So, I don't think Luka breaks his playoff drought this season. I think the Jazz take this in five. I could even see the Jazz sweeping this series, but I got them taking it in five. Luka is going to have to wait till next season. I think the injury hit him at the wrong time. Plus, I think that Tim Hardaway being out is going to be huge for them. Frank Nilakina provides some good minutes for him. So... The Jazz, I mean, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, really good defensive duo for the Jazz. Plus, I mean, the Jazz are just, they're 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 healthier than the Mavericks right now. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Now on to the Eastern Conference. The first matchup, we got the Heat and the Hawks. Not as one-sided as the Suns and the Pelicans on the other side of the 1-8 bracket, but the Heat are, I think, overpowering the Hawks. The Heat have relatively good health right now. Clint Capella's hurt for the Hawks. Lou Williams and John Collins are dinged up. The Heat have had the Hawks number 3-1 in the season series. While the Hawks are 6th in scoring, which I think's going to play a great deal into this, because I'm not sure how well the Hawks will do scoring the ball against the Heat's defense. The Heat are top five defensively. But that being said, even if the Heat weren't, I think it's hard for Trey Young without Clint Capella and John Collins to go to. A lot of times he likes to get that high pick and roll going with the lob to Clint Capella or John Collins, somebody who can finish at the rim. 
the Hawks and the Heat are bottom 10 in rebounding. This is all, they're relatively even, except when it comes to Miami's defense is more is far superior to the Hawks' defense, but the Hawks' offense is better than the Heat's offense. So it's going to be offense against defense, and the better one's going to win. But I think, you know, with Miami being relatively healthy, I mean, Bam Adebayo's out for COVID protocols right now. I don't know if he's going to play tonight. Um, Trey, I mean, not Trey Young. Uh, Tyler Hero is dinged up right now. Jimmy Butler's healthy. Um, I don't know. I don't think that the Hawks are going to overcome the Heat without Clint Capella, John Collins, and Lou Williams to help out Trey Young. The Heat I got winning this series in five. The next matchup we got the most exciting two seven matchup. Actually, maybe one of the most exciting matchups in the playoffs. One of the most anticipated matchups: the Celtics Nets. The Nets are one and two against Boston this season. There are injuries a little bit on both sides. Robert Williams is out for the series. Ben Simmons is out right now for quote back injuries, but. It's reported that he may be back by game four. Both teams score well, but Boston is better in rebounding. They're better defensively. They're number one in points allowed defensively. Brooklyn's inconsistent on the defensive end. Ben Simmons may help that some, but my problem is even though this team may get rejuvenated, and that's a big maybe, Ben Simmons may come in and do what I think he can do, and that's be a High uh, high post threat, run the offense really well so Kyrie and KD don't have to have the ball. He can dominate in the paint, rebound really well, play good def- defense on their best player, which is Jason Tatum, obviously. I don't think that that's... I think that that has a lower possibility of happening because it's going to be the first time Simmons and KD and Kyrie play together. The Celtics are experience together they obviously have been coming into their own this season after the rough start for the season and people were questioning even myself whether Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum could play together the Celtics are coming into their own I have the Celtics winning this in five even though Ben Simmons can come back and maybe rejuvenate the Nets I think the Celtics you know being so good rebounding being so good defensively, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown will go off. Marcus Smart's a, a good, a big factor. This, I, I don't know. I don't think that the Nets will overcome it with, without, without becoming better on defense because Boston scores the ball really well. Brooklyn's inconsistent on defense, but Boston's a a really good defensive team. So that could spell a lot of trouble for the Nets. KD and Kyrie can go off and steal a game, maybe two. And shoot, if Ben Simmons comes through and they mesh together really well and Simmons fixes all the problems, they could steal this series in seven, maybe six. But again, that's if Simmons comes in and they play well together. We don't know what to expect from Simmons and KD and Kyrie playing together. This one's going to hurt to talk about the 3-6 and six matchup, the Bucks and the Bulls. The Bucks have had the Bulls number still in the season series 4-0. Giannis and Chris Middleton have been a huge problem when it comes to the, to the Bulls. The Bulls have struggled defending the paint this season. 
and they haven't been the most consistent rebounding team as well. The Bulls roster is not battle-proven when it comes to the playoffs. The Bucks are top three in points. The Bucks are top three in rebounding. The Bulls are bottom three. The Bulls have injury problems. Alex Caruso and Kobe White are dinged up. Lonzo's out for the playoffs. The Bucks are healthy. The Bulls lack, again, paint protection and consistent rebounding. As much as it hurts, I got the Bucks sweeping the Bulls. Um, it's not anything the Bulls can do. It's just their roster isn't proven. They're... The roster, this is, for a lot of these guys, it'll be the first time they've reached the playoffs. And that's spelling trouble for Chicago, especially against the reigning champions when they got Giannis Antetokounmpo. Nikola, Nikola Vucevic cannot hold down the pain against Giannis Tristan Thompson can't hold down the paint against Giannis. Pat Williams is probably your best bet, but I think Giannis is still too strong. And I mean, even if even if Pat Williams can match him in strength, Giannis is too skilled. The the Bulls perimeter defense is good. That's I can give them a plus for that, but the Bucks are going to overpower the Bulls without, you know, Lonzo Ball, Caruso and Kobe White being dinged up. The Bulls can score well, but the Bucks have a solid defense. I don't see this series going any other way. The Bucks are going to eat out rebound the Bulls. They're going to, you know, play solid defense on the Bulls. Giannis is going to do what Giannis does. Chris Middleton will come off for 20 points, 30 points a game or two. It's it's hard to to see the Bucks losing to the Bulls. I maybe the Bulls steal a game. And that's being super optimistic. This season, though, I want to throw this in there. The season is not uh, saying the Bulls were a fluke or anything. I think the Bulls are really good. I think that they had the back half of their season. They had a lot of injuries. They had the one of the toughest schedules in the NBA for the back half of the season. I think it was number two. But the Bulls, I think, will reload next year. I think they'll get better. I think that they'll get some paint protection and some rebounding. They need more consistent three-point threats. Yeah, the Bucks sweep the Bulls. On to the next one. We got the 76ers against the Raptors. The 76ers have lost this series against the Raptors 3-1. Both teams are healthy. I think that's the biggest the biggest factor here. James Harden obviously has playoff woes. Will he overcome that this season with Philly? Maybe. I think I think that honestly what I've seen from him in Philly, while there are a few games where he's he hasn't exactly delivered, he scored under twenty of game or two. I think that him and Joel Embiid are a really good duo together. And I think that Joel Embiid, if James Harden starts to play a little streaky, I think Joel Embiid can write the ship for the Sixers, and I think the Sixers are good enough all around to write the ship if James Harden is having playoff woes. James Harden, even if he's struggling scoring, he's a really good facilitator. He still has Joel Embiid. He still has guys around him like Tobias Harris that he can rely on. The Raptors and the 76ers I thought was interesting. They are scoring in similar numbers. 
The Raptors are top 10 in rebounding, but the 76ers are bottom three. Both defenses are top 10, relatively right next to each other at 7 and 8. Both teams are top 5 and not turning the ball over. And I think that if there's a team that can be a Cinderella team in this NBA playoffs, it can be the Toronto Raptors. I think the the Raptors have some good championship experience mixed with young guys like Scotty Barnes and Gary Trent Jr. But again, championship experience with Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet. I think that this is going to be one of the most interesting series. I have the 76ers winning in six, but I can see the series going to seven. I can even see the Raptors taking this series, especially if James Harden is streaky and if the Raptors are playing good defense, rebounding really well, not turning the ball over. I think that the 76ers could possibly get bumped out of the first round. I don't have that happening, but the Raptors are the team to do it. The Raptors are built to do it as they've proven throughout the regular season. But for a few of those guys on the Raptors team, it'll be the first time they go to the playoffs. A lot of the guys for Philly have playoff experience. So that being said, if any team is going to do it, the Raptors are going to take out the 76ers. Man, it's going to be a very exciting playoff season. I think that this is going to be one of the better playoff seasons we've had in a few years. I think that there are a lot of historic teams in this in this playoff series or in this playoff bracket. But that being said, without further ado, we get into the playoffs. I'm sorry this was pretty short. And it was pretty raw and uncut. I had to get this out today. Well, I got things to do, but got to get this out before the playoffs start officially at 12 o'clock today, Central Time. So, again, I hope y'all have a great weekend. I hope the rest of your day is the best of your day. And I will see you next time on the Basketball Brains Podcast.